0: In Tackett v. Friedman 2022, Arc Act 135, the Arkansas Court of Appeals affirmed a probate court order approving a third-party settlement in an interlocutory probate appeal based upon the trial court's discretion to do so by Arc Code and Section 2850-112. Judge Murphy explained the complicated history and ruled the probate court judge did not abuse his discretion in approving the settlement. The case arose after a creditor, Miller Claiborne Oil Distributing Company, Inc., filed a claim against the estate for $552,564.49 for unpaid petroleum products. A son, Cody, also filed a claim against the estate for $732,654.74. The trial court heard the claim separately and approved the settlement where the estate would pay $125,000 to miller Claiborne and quick-claim real property to it, and another party would also pay $250,000 to the creditor. Children Cody and Tony appealed, Judge Murphy affirmed. Appellants challenged the settlement on several bases. First, Appellant's Trial counsel argued if the settlement is upheld, it would deplete the estate's assets so they would be insufficient to pay Cody's pending claim. Second, there was a civil lawsuit filed by Miller Claiborne against this estate and several other defendants in circuit court, so it was unknown if plaintiff would prevail. The attorneys acknowledged that there were not enough assets in the estate to cover both miller Clayborne's and Cody's claims. The parties to the settlement argued this claim took precedence over Cody's claim because his claim did not have the same authenticity or validity as the miller Clayborne claim that had been fleshed out and litigated since 2015. After hearing arguments from counsel, the court announced... So, I'm going to consider this as a request for the claim of miller Claiborne to be approved. It's been signed off by the Attorney for the Estate and the Special Administrator, and having no objections by Melissa Tackett, who is the widow, and is in agreement with that, I'm in favor of admitting the claim and that it be paid in accordance with the settlement record. On November 23, the Court entered an order approving settlement incorporating the letter memorializing the settlement. Cody and Tony filed a Notice of Appeal that same day. Cody and Tony first argued that there was insufficient evidence supporting the approval of the settlement agreement. They contend that only the arguments of counsel were presented at the approval hearing and that arguments of counsel are not evidence. They also assert that the court's finding did not have an adequate foundation and was based on speculation and conjecture because Miller-Claiborne's pending lawsuit was undetermined and the court did not have proper knowledge of the facts involved. The court had knowledge that Miller-Claiborne had a pending suit against the estate for $552,564.49 that had been going on for five years. This claim was supported by an affidavit from the president of Miller-Claiborne. The court was also aware of Cody's claim filed eight days before the six-month Notice to Creditors Deadline per Arkansas Code Annotated Section twenty-eight fifty one hundred one a one This claim was also supported by an affidavit. Further, the court had before it evidence that the settlement was accepted and approved by both the special administrator and John's widow, Melissa. The court acknowledged that the estate was being sued for significantly more than the value of the assets in the probate estate. Presented with all this, the court found that Miller Claiborne's offer to settle for $125,000 and the quick claim to it of a piece of property was in the best interest of the estate. The settlement amount is less than what the estate was potentially liable for in the civil suit. Accordingly, we cannot say the court erred in approving the settlement. End of quote. Art Code and Section 2850-112 provides, When a claim against the estate has been filed or suit thereon is pending, if it appears to be in the best interest of the estate and subject to the court's authorization or approval, the creditor and personal representative may compromise the claim whether due or not due, absolute or contingent, liquidated or unliquidated. End of quote. End of decision.